Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Hey, hey, you guys, and welcome, welcome, welcome to my favorite hour of the week. It's called The Forbes Factor. Yeah, we focus on health, wealth, and happiness. And I, in a Where in the World is Forbes Riley, I know many of you are following me around Today, if you're listening live, it's the almost the end of October, feeling very Halloween-y. And I'm in Reno, Nevada with my beautiful daughter, who's in the hotel room over there, who won't let me put her camera on her. Uh, but if you know McKenna Riley, you know McKenna Riley, right? We are here to speak about money, and we both got invited as speakers. Now, I've got to be very clear. I've been doing this for 30 some years. Um, she got top billing on this event. Hmm. Actually, I think it's very cool. Um, we are here to speak about kids and wealth and making money and setting yourself up for the future and just telling how to live your life. Well, to that end, I'm going to have, this is going to be a very special show. It might be a little emotional because I've got a very special guest. Now we all go through things in life, right now. And she doesn't know I'm going to say this. This is a crazy thing. Many years ago, it was the black, it was the, uh, the hurricane. And I was doing a mastermind in my house. There were about 12 participants and it hit over the house. Electricity went out. That means the refrigerator went out. Nobody could do their blow dryer. It was cold showers. I mean, it was crazy, right? So, so uh, why is my ringer on? It's actually not a ringer. It's one of those notifications on my phone. I got a new phone because I just smashed it. If I could figure out how to turn it off, I would. But I'm over 12, and it's not that easy. <laughs> so what you're hearing is the un- – I literally turned my phone on. There's thousands of people going, I love you. I want you. I love you. I listen to your radio show. Crazy, right? We're working on that. All right, back to my story. So we have a whole bunch of people in my house and now they're stuck. Can I tell you my mastermind and my training went to a whole nother level because of this. Truly, it became, you know, stories and breakthroughs and it was just a really, you know, fascinating time. So I'm also going to make this a speaker view. Give me a quick second. If you're listening to us, by the way, if you watch us on um Facebook. If you go to my fan page, Forbes Riley fan page, you can see my beautiful face. Uh, if you're listening on the radio, I love my radio. Trust me, Voice America is the best. And then I'm also in love with the idea that we live as a podcast all around the world. So make sure you're telling your friends to tune into us on Sketcher, Stitcher, Pandora, um, iTunes. There's more places to see us than ever before. All right, back to this crazy story. So one of my girls in the story, in the room, she, her name is Courtney. And we, you know, I'm a breakthrough specialist. That's one of the things that I do. And she had lost 200 pounds, was very excited about her life. She had a plumber over to her house. The plumber made a pass at her. She rejected him, turned around. He shot her two times in the back, left her for dead on the floor. Oh, raped her, then left her for dead on the floor. Yeah. So whenever Courtney would tell this story, we would all just stop in our tracks. And on some weird way, if you're looking for the most outrageous story, she would always win because I, mean, I think of life as a game. I also have a couple of isms you're going to want to write down for this show that number one, you are the sum of the obstacles you overcome. I also talk about as a pitch specialist, the worst part of your life will make the best part of your pitch. You probably just don't know that yet. That's why people train with me. And if you do want to train with me, come to Pitch Secrets Masterclass. 
On Sundays, I'm live on Zoom, literally helping everyone elevate to their greatness. So I said, this isn't really fair, which is ironic saying that to her, but we all have traumatic stories, right? And so I set up a game and the game show is called, Can You Top This? And here's the crazy thing about the game. Is it, I, we went around the room, now just, just bear with me here because this is a crazy game. Um, from one to seven, what's the worst thing that happened to you? And everybody would say their story. And some had crazy stories like some of you're going to hear today and some had, I fell down and broke my thumb. But that's valid, to them that's a big deal when you're three, you break your thumb, right? But then you go around the second round. From five to 10, what's the worst thing? So now the first person who might not have had the trauma thing might not have such a bad one in the second part of this. Then 10 to 15, 15 to 20, 25, and then we stopped it. Like I think everyone was 35 and older. Well, I'll tell you what, then the last two questions are, what's the worst thing that happened to you that you haven't shared yet? Courtney was out of ammunition. She already gave her best one and now she's struggling going, well, what else sucked in my life? And the crazy thing is, you know, when you heard one really bad one, people go, okay, no, no, you win. Yeah, no, no, your father stabbing you with a, a, a knife is worse than my dad beating me with a bowling ball. This is the crazy level of conversation that it turned into the most obscene game show you've ever heard. And then at the end of it, we had what was the best thing that ever happened to you? We voted, we all got chips. And it was the first time in a scenario where Courtney's life wasn't the worst, if that makes sense. She didn't win the game. And so she had this feeling of, wow, I don't, as bad as what happened to her was, her takeaway was a woman named Gwen. She said, I don't, Gwen had been so many horrible things that happened to her that she found a different sense of her life, even though what she'd gone through was traumatic. She looked at Gwen and said, I don't want to be you. And then Gwen was like, I won. I had the worst. And it was kind of a funny, ironic way to look at what happens to you in life. Okay, so the bottom line message is somebody will walk around with, oh, poor me, poor me, poor me. And then you meet them and they're happy to tell you all the things that's happened to them. It's terrible. My question is why? I would rather hear the life lesson that you pulled out of the trauma. Because I'm going to tell you, my ladies on stage, we can all pull out some pretty good traumas. But it's not the story. It's not what happened to you. It's ultimately the decisions that you made about life, how you keep going, how you incorporate it, how you harness the pain that you've gone through because you're not alone. So what you might hear today is on the dramatic scale, pretty much off the Richter scale at the very, very end of it. But I also want you to really look at what comes out of these things because you're going to go through some stuff. And I believe that you are defined as a human being not by what you go through, but by how you handle what you go through. Am I resonating? All right, so I've got two beautiful women on stage. I've got Deborah and Kelly. I'm gonna bring them both, let's do a little popcorn style first to introduce them. Miss Deborah and Kelly, how are you? Say hi to everybody. We've got millions of people listening on my Facebook. All right, so I'm gonna start with Miss Kelly. Kelly, say hi and tell us very short about what you're up to now. Uh, well, thank you for having me on my sh on your show, Forbes. So, you know, I'm a burn survivor and got burnt when I was two and found a way to become a speaker and an author. And now I coach people to become best-selling authors. So that's the short version. <laughs> right. But, but that's good. That got us. I got to tell you, there's a real way to do this. All right, Miss Deborah, you are on stage. Go for it. Yeah, well, 
I am, um, I have a company called Yes to Success and I teach people how to create authentic success. But the reason why I wanted to have a conversation with you today is that I'm hosting an event that begins next Monday called Rocking Your Life at Any Age. And I, and you were one of our incredible guests. We even met the love of your life, who is not bad to look at. <laughs> and, um, but what's so unique about this event, which it's 68 people, and we interviewed, besides you, other icons like Marianne Williamson, like Neil Donald Walsh, like Dr. Laura Berman, and, every, and there's my partner, Natalie, who was at her daughter's horse show her daughter jumps horses professionally and she said she's still going to come on this show today but the end of what i'm going to say is that in light of what we're talking about right now natalie and i were astounded at the things that these icons had to go through i mean neil donald walsh when he wrote conversations with god he was homeless and then he went through seven marriages I mean, we had numerous guests who had experienced like death of their children. I mean, so many people who had unimaginable things happen in their lives and still went on to create rockin' lives. Because as you said, Forbes, it was brilliant. It's not what happens to you, but it's the lessons you extract from it that you take to go on and create a great life. Love that, Deborah. Deborah, Natalie, we love that you are joining us from out there. One of the things about being a busy, amazing mom is multitasking. So, welcome. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Forbes. Love being here. And yes, sorry about that, but my 17 year old, this is like I'm she's sorry, living cancel, her dream. Cancel. I'm sorry, cancel, cancel. You don't get to say sorry. You get to say congratulations. The technology is so amazing <laughs> that I that can do two places at once. <laughs> That's oh. right. Good point, uh, give, good point. Give us a little bit about who you are and what you're up to. So I am an international executive coach, a writer, a mega event summer, summit, I should say, uh, organizer. And I am absolutely passionate about rocking it in the second half of life. You know, I came by this because I myself noticed in my mid-40s all those um, pesky perimenopausal symptoms and just a sense of like, wait, you know, have I done everything I wanted to do? And really going deep within and searching and noticing that everybody around me was in the same boat. And so, yeah, started interviewing the experts out there such as yourself and realizing that the best is yet to come really and truly. I love, love, love that. So I'm going to tuck you guys up into the into the viewing panel for a second, and I'm going to spotlight Miss Kelly and start with her, if that's okay. Um, but Miss Kelly, 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 Kelly. So now it's it's a moment where you do get to play. Can you top this? <laughs> what did you Can think you of that concept, by the way? Pardon me. What did you think of that concept, by the way? I think it's a fascinating concept because you know a lot of times people think that their story is just so bad. And then they hear somebody else's story and they're like, oh my God, my life is easy compared to that person. Right. And, you know, and I've heard that a lot where people will talk and talk and talk about, you know, one of my friends talked about having heart surgery and how upset she was if she had one scar and on her chest and she didn't want her scar covered. Or no, she wanted her scar covered. She didn't want anybody to see her scar. And then she's like, oh my gosh, I'm talking to the wrong person. I said, yeah. Do you want me to take that one scar from you? I'm happy to take that scar. 
I'll tell you what, you're so lucky you have that one scar because the doctor knew how to open up your heart and fix it so that you can live another 20 or 30 more years. You should be proud of that scar because that scar is amazing. It's keeping you alive. So, yeah. All right. So, Miss Kelly, tell everybody about how you got here. So how I got here is I was two years old and we were living on a farm and we were burning garbage. And my cousins were nine and 11. They were throwing shingles in the fire and a spark came out and landed on my dress and I exploded. And I ended up with burns to 75% of my body. Um, my whole chest is covered, my back, my face, uh, my legs, both of my arms are all covered in scars. And I never ever thought that I'd ever get married or have kids or anything. I, and I remember being in grade five and I walked past my teacher's desk and I saw a picture someone had drawn of me and it was a circle with scribbles all over it and it said Scarface. And so I knew that the kids were calling me the Scarface girl. And of course I didn't wanna live. I mean, we all wanna be princesses, right? And we all wanna be loved and be beautiful and, and get married and have kids. And I never thought I'd ever have that. Uh, but I did, I did end up getting married. I did end up having a daughter. And I was so excited about having a daughter first because I thought maybe I would know what I look like without scars. And then a year and a half later, I ended up losing a baby at 28 weeks. And that was more devastating to me than, you know, having all the surgeries that I had and being burnt. Uh, and then I ended up having twin boys. And, uh, and now my little, my little guy who's 19 actually just had a baby. So now I'm a grandma, so. <laughs> but it's been so exciting. I know. <laughs> and so, yeah. And then about 11 years ago, I met a lady who said, Cal, you need to get out and share your story and be a speaker. And I was like, I'm a burn survivor, so what? And she's like, no, people will be so inspired by your story. Now, at that time in my life, we were almost bankrupt. I was in a toxic marriage. I had a business on the side that was costing money. Our mortgage was recalled. And we were like, what are we going to do? Like, I don't see myself as being inspiring. I see myself as being a loser. And she's like, no, people be inspired by your story. So anyway, I found a way to become a speaker. Her and I did some stuff together. And then I became a, um, my speaking coach said, you need to be an author and sell a book. You know, so that that way... You have a product to sell and make money and credibility and all that. And I didn't know how to write a book. But anyways, I found a way to do that. Then I became a best-selling author. And now I coach people to be best-selling authors and get their stories out there in a bigger way. Right? Look at Deborah's face. Deborah's like, uh, wow, hello. Deborah, <laughs> do you want to chime in? Well, my chime in is that... Um, I wish that we had met you a few weeks ago so that we could have interviewed you for our Rockin' Life at Any Age Summit because you would have been just the perfect person because you are exemplary. I mean, there are some people, like you were saying, you know, somebody might have a, a scar on their chest because they had open heart surgery, and then they let that define them their entire lives, and they never go on to create greatness but you have that watershed moment where you realize you're not going to let this define me. As a matter of fact, I'm going to use this to launch a platform, to tell my story, to write a book, to help other people get. 
that's why we have the summit because we pick people. I mean, Forbes, I don't know if people know your story that, you know, when you told us your story about being overweight, you showed us pictures of, of what you looked like and you little didn't let that define you. You went on and you created this Forbes Riley brand and it is so inspirational. You know, the video you had where you walk out on the stage and there's like thousands of people screaming for you. Is that that same girl that at eight, nine, 10, 12, 13, had no self-confidence, thought that you were ugly, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So that's why we're doing rockin' life at any age, because anybody could rock their life with the right mindset, no matter what your circumstances. And Kelly, you're certainly the poster child for that. So thank you. Thank you. I had a very interesting moment. You guys ever see the movie Interstellar with Matthew McConaughey? where in it, he bends time. He goes into space and ends up meeting, coming back and somehow meeting his daughter at an earlier age and bending time. Well, I had a, a bending time moment because we always grew up in one house and I did share the story of how my dad was in surgeries for three years and a lot of crazy things. And my mom was held up at gunpoint. There was a very a lot of strange stuff that happened in our house. And then Hurricane Sandy hit and it was a little tiny house in Long Island, New York that when both my parents passed away, we sold. Well, I got this bug 15 years later I, by the way, I used to call my parents' number if they passed away. Call me crazy, right? So I said, I want to go see the house. I knocked on the door because I'm just that guy. It's, it's like, well, you know, what is it, clearinghouse? I don't have a check for you, but I do. Turns out it's the same buyer that we'd sold the house to 15 years ago, and they were just thrilled. And they had an 11-year-old daughter. And they'd redone the house, which I thought was interesting because my dad was a magician who would put in trap doors and crazy things in the house. They removed all of that. I'm like, oh, you don't understand. That's it was, that made me who I am. I, then I'm in the kitchen where I spent most of my life with my mother, who was rather agoraphobic. Our life was in that kitchen. It's very small, 1,300 square foot house, narrow kitchen. And this little girl walks in and I will tell you, she was awkward. She wanted to be a dancer, but didn't have the right body. She sucked at sports and she was just, her mom was so sad for her. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to talk to me 30 years later in my kitchen and inspire this little girl. You know, we've stayed in touch. I, in fact, changed her life. Her mother wrote me a message a week later and I still have it that that was like an angel literally and it felt like that it felt like this is a little out of body here because i know what i can do for people that's what i do now i, I change people's lives and perspectives i'm getting to do this to me and it was like oh my gosh kelly do you get a chance to go to burn victims and have a similar story i do yeah in fact um i've been president twice of the alberta burn rehab society and that was one of our goals is we go to the burn units and we help people. And, you know, it's such a beautiful experience. I, I, you know, someone posted a picture on Facebook of a little girl and all of a sudden it hit me because she got burnt at 18 months, just covered in burns. And I was like, oh my God, that little girl is going to have to go through everything I went through. You know, she's going to have to go through all the surgeries, the teasing, the bullying and everything. And I was just so shocked. And, you know, that is actually my why. You know, like a lot of times we say, oh, it's our kids and our family. That's our why. But that little 18 month girl is my why. Yes. Because I don't want anybody to have to go through what I went through. It's, it's not fun. Natalie, <laughs> Natalie, you want to chime in? 
I absolutely do because Kelly, you know, your story is so inspirational. And what you also speak to is actually what it takes to rock life at any age. And especially in the second half of our lives, right? Is figure out our whys. Often our deepest wounds, our biggest hurts, you know, the things that were the most difficult for us to overcome are the things that we're meant to teach, the places where we're meant to make a difference and give back. And ultimately, it's having that sense of purpose that, you know, gives our life meaning and gives us energy and gives us, you know, buoyancy and vibrancy at any age. I love that. Do you think, Deborah? do you also have children? I do. I have a son and a daughter and a couple um, bonus children who have lived with us. And so we talk about rocking life at any age. How has what you've gone through impacted your children? Natalie, let's start with you. Well, let's just say I had a very traumatic and difficult childhood. I was born in the Soviet Union, so think North Korea and, you know, just every kind of abuse imaginable. And, you know, the first before I had children, I tried to do a lot of work on myself and I was terrified to have kids, to be honest. And then I swore that they would have a different life than I did. And I wound up having three girls. So it's been quite a challenge, right? To raise young women who feel good about themselves, who like themselves, who love themselves and who feel like they can be powerful in the world because that took me decades um, to come to as an adult, right? And I'm happy to say that, you know, I get confronted with things like, oh, my God, when I was six years old and you made me be in that pageant or not be in that pageant, but she was like, whatever. She was chosen to sing in some camp thing and then she was scared. And I was like, come on, you can do it. Get up on that stage and do it. And, you know, I'm confronted with that. And then I think, wow, I think I did a good job. If that's like the worst thing they can think of to complain about me, I think I did a good job. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it is an interesting, I, I do think there's another or another summit that we need to do about. Maybe it's called Roadmaps to Success, How to Raise Your Second Your Next Generation. Um, because I watched what my mom did, and I didn't enjoy it. She carried the pain of her past, of also her parents immigrating, um, uh, hoarding concepts, you know, the Depression era. And she carried that through to me and then dumped it like baggage at my front door and said, here, we're a family who holds grudges, overweight, smoke too much, suppress your emotions. I'm like, oh my, good thing she's not around because she'd be pissed at me. Um, And I remember making a decision about those things going, I love this woman more than earth, but I don't want to carry that on for my life and certainly not for anyone moving forward. And as I look at my daughter, who's also now a public figure, a best-selling author, and she's speaking today in Reno at 19, that reason we did this was because I was more conscious about how to raise her. Natalie, it seems like because of what you went through, you made a very conscious decision to not carry that. And it is because it's easy to carry the bullshit for it. Deborah, how did it affect how you raised your children? Well, I have a great story. Um, I have, my daughter's 34, my son is 31. And then I have two kids that came to live with us in high school and um, who are now in their thirties also. But um, somebody said something to, because I started teaching my Yes to Success seminars in the 80s. And, you know, I've shared with you before that people like Deepak Chopra were students of mine. Marcy Shimoff was a student of mine. Janet Atwood from the Passionist. These are all students of mine who really attribute their success to what they learned in my seminar. So my son, we were out to lunch with a bunch of my students, and somebody said to my son, wow, 
as you were growing up, your mother must have always been quoting to you from like Napoleon Hill and <laughs> Wallace Waddles and Florence Goldbushin. And um, and that's why you're so successful, because my son is very successful. He owns his own um, sports management firm He's and he has a nonprofit. He's very successful. And he thought about it for a second and he said, actually, I don't even know who Napoleon Hill is. <laughs> My mother never quoted to me from anything, but I watched the way my parents lived their lives. Mm. And I said, okay, I could die right now and with a smile on my face because he said it's that was what he attributed his success to. Not what we said, but how we were. Amen, right? And it's like the truest thing. It's yes, yes, yes. All right, because my mother used to do the opposite. She would say, don't do what I do, do what I say. And that, uh-uh, that does not work. Uh, Kelly, talk to us about you raising your kids. You got, we got three minutes for our very first break. You bet. Well, in, in my case, you know, we grew up with a lot of alcoholism. So I wanted to make sure that my kids didn't end up any with any addiction. But, you know, I always struggled with mommy guilt because I was traveling so much as a speaker and an author. And so I was like feeling guilty that I was traveling so much and couldn't be with my kids because I was, you know, a single mom. And uh, so anyways, one day I was really struggling and I drove my son to school and he said, you know, mom, he said, my, my friends often tell me that they don't like their moms and how upset they are with their moms. And I, and I tell them, I don't understand. I love my mom. I'm so proud of her. And I was like, oh, and then, you know, a couple Mother's Days ago, my other twin, he gave me a letter and all he had to do was hand me the letter and I started crying. And it was such a beautiful thing because here I am thinking at times I'm being a bad mom. And yet my son was saying, you know, I love you. And I hope that I can only be half the person that you are. And I was like, ah, how beautiful, right? So, <laughs> yep. I, I love it. I get it. I feel it every day. I have twins as well. My son is 19 years old now and he texts me, tell me he just went off to college, how much he loves me. And I remember I'm just very conscious and maybe I'm not, I'm not kidding about this, but you guys are a bit of an inspiration. The woman that I'm here in this conference was once write a parenting book because I have very specific things that I did, but I'm having a feeling that you guys did the same, have very specific things. And I like the idea that the moms came from a really bad background. Like I'm like hearing terrible stuff in Russia. I'm like hearing burn story. I'm like, literally, these are, these are huge things to overcome as a woman and then to move it forward. And the only way we know that it works is if your kids are not on drugs, they are productive, they are good human beings and they say, I love you, mommy. So uh, this is a very interesting conversation, you guys. All right, you guys, it's um, 30 seconds to a quick break for my wonderful sponsors. We're going to be right back after this with more. And then I have another woman who just was watching us on Facebook who I think her trauma might trump even all of ours. Is that possible? Kelly, come on. This is crazy, right? <laughs> we'll be right back after this. Next away. <laughs> Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. 
If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel this is the voice america influencers channel be inspired you are listening to the forbes factor to call in with a question or comment please call 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to forbes at forbesriley.com Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. It is, in fact, Forbes Riley. And I decided to also simulcast on Clubhouse while we're doing this. I have a lot of friends over there who don't really know that I do a national radio show with the most amazing production team out of Arizona called Voice America. And today's show is shaped up to be something phenomenal. We are all women on today's show, all moms. Talking about overcoming trauma, we have got Kelly, who is a traumatic burn survivor when she was two and how she has managed to live an extraordinary life. And then we've got Deborah and Natalie who are promoting uh, the Yes to Success and it is Rockin' Life at Any Age Summit that I'm a part of, which is happening next week. So just to recap, um, we're talking about overcoming massive craziness, right? And then recording it and letting other people know what we're up to. Kelly, before I bring on our next guest, because we were talking earlier about can you top this? Now, there's no award for the worst crazy thing that happened in your life, but it does give other people permission to realize they don't need to hide their pain or their shame. And that if they harness it right by either telling it, by being on a summit like Deborah and Natalie, like writing a book like Kelly, like being on my radio show, or just having the courage to get on stage and realize that your life matters more if you do not let your pain go wasted. Kelly, what's your biggest takeaway so far from all of this? 
I totally agree with you. Um, you have a choice with your life. You can let your trauma hold you back or you can let it propel you forward. And, you know, now I'm a, a seven-time best-selling author. I have a 100% success rate in getting people to the bestseller list. And Forbes, I've got you coming on to our best-selling author boot camp this weekend, right? You're going to be speaking about, you know, queen of pitching. And people want to learn how to get their stories out there and how to pitch them and all that. So my takeaway is that you have a choice. Like, I know burn survivors that are just wallowing in pity and think their life is over. And I know other burn survivors that are like, you know what? Yeah, this happened to me. What am I going to do about it? And I want to help other women to learn how to love themselves so that they don't have to feel ugly, even though they've got scars. Kelly, give everyone very specifically the information so they can join us this weekend. So you can go to bsabootcamp.com. Wait, and wait, all wait, 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 say those letters again, because I'm a little hard of hearing. B as in boy. S as in Sam. S as in a sensational. B as in boy. B as in beautiful. S as in sensational. Yes, <laughs> what? A as, a, in, as in amazing. A, amazing. BSA. BSABootcamp.com. And you're going to get to hear Forbes because she's going to be coming to speak to us about, you know, pitching our books, pitching our stories. Um, I'm going to be teaching people how to write their books and become best-selling authors. And we've got a bunch of other experts, too, that are going to come on board, too. So, I and that's this weekend. And you're in the room with the right action takers because Deborah's writing this down. I see her doing that. I, I didn't even know that. Am I that obvious? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I love the Zoom world. I now have taught over 14,000 students since COVID hit on Zoom. And my little superpower of being able to get in your box and do crazy, amazing things to elevate you, not only to pitch great, but to also break through personal trauma. Bam. So, Deborah, your big takeaway before I bring on our next guest. Okay. Well, I just want to, I'm going to tell you one more really quick story that was inspiring to me. Um, again, you've probably got the feeling that I haven't had that much trauma in my life, but of course we are, none of us are immune to have, to being with people that have had trauma. And one of my dear friends, Dr. Laura Berman, I don't know if you know this Forbes. Forever, but, Laura, I know her. She was on my you know, Laura. show two decades ago. And she's a doll and she was, you know, Oprah's go-to person for sex and relationships. She had three gorgeous boys and her youngest boy, Sammy, about a year and a half ago, had never done drugs in his life. He was studying at home, not even going to school. It was at the height of COVID. And he and his friends decided that they were going to buy some Percocet online from some guy on Snapchat. And they all bought it kind of to impress a girl. And he took it and it was laced with fentanyl and he died instantly. Oh. Oh, my God. She went to get him for, for dinner to tell him his hamburger was ready. And he was dead. And um, needless to say, I mean, I don't have to tell you about the trauma and the pain and the agony that she went through and the what if and what did I did wrong and could I have stopped it. But the thing that she said is that she is not only surviving, but thriving because she said, that her life used to be based on, do people like me? Um, am I going to make the New York Times bestseller? What are people going to think of me if I don't, you know, if I'm not successful at this, that, or the other? And she said, when that kind of thing happens to you, New York Times bestseller, what people think of you is so insignificant. And she said she is loving her life right now because she is so not people pleasing. She is Laura pleasing. 
and right. And she said her life is so much more than she had ever thought that she still misses Sammy with all her heart, but she is so much of a greater and bigger person than she was before that trauma happened to her. I am collaborating to do, I own a television studio. We're doing a huge PSA series on fentanyl and the effects and how horrible this you is. You have to call so her. I will. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely do that. Miss Natalie, chime in. This is getting to be more and more powerful. Yes? Yes. I mean, absolutely. What can I say? I mean, I personally believe, you know, that we incarnate into these bodies. Our souls incarnate into these bodies to learn that what we're meant to learn as difficult as it might be, right? And I knew that I had healed when I sat down in meditation one day, actually a couple decades ago, and just felt absolutely grateful for everything that had happened in my life, even all the really, really crappy stuff, because that had made me the person that I am and gave me the heart that I had and the compassion that I had. And it's like Kelly said uh, a little while ago, you know, we can let our trauma basically define us or we can let our trauma propel us forward. I and love it. Uh, you know, at some point, Natalie, we should delve into your story a little bit. I'm also from the Ukraine, uh, and I would love to have a different conversation about that because, one, I'm not sure I understand how we can live in this world right now knowing what we know is happening somewhere else. And it, it, it not only blows my mind, hurts my heart, and I'm not sure quite what we're doing for it. We just did a hurricane. I'm also down in Florida. Uh, a telethon to help survivors because you just we have too many things we i mean if any of you dared said right now what am i worried about getting myself for christmas hello let's start i know and that's fair too again you're allowed to do that the crazy thing about life is you have a lot of choices but you also need to understand everybody listening the more that you give the more you get on every single level right now we're all giving our time to elevate and and disrupt and disrupt the the norm because when i grew up Nobody talked about anything, anything, nothing sexual, nothing hurting. You kept it inside. And I will tell you that one of the most amazing days of my life, 22 years old, my roommate as an actress in New York City in a four-story walk-up over a Chinese restaurant in Hell's Kitchen was a recovering alcoholic. Luckily, he took me to an AA meeting. I'd never been to one. I don't drink. My parents don't drink. Do you know what they do there? They share feelings. They talk about their lives. I thought I was on a new planet and it started this journey. And that's what I'm hoping people who are listening here. All right, without further ado, I wanna bring on one more amazing woman to the platform. Ms. Dr. Where's Kathy Tatum here? I think it's Dr. Kathy Tatum now. I'm promoting her to panelist. We met initially, I wanna say on Clubhouse when that app just blossomed uh, two years ago now. I'm one of the OGs in that world, but I was going through my own trauma. My beautiful love of my life was on a motorcycle hit by a car January 2nd. You thought your 2022 sucked or 2020? Hello. This is a fit athlete who's now going to spend six months in a wheelchair. And I found a home on Clubhouse. And Clubhouse for me was a way where you didn't have to put on makeup. All my ladies know what that means. Nobody's looking at you. One picture does the trick. And all you can do is share your heart and your truth. And then this woman popped in, Miss Kathy Tatum. Oh, hello, my girl. Hello, guys, my my breakthrough trauma queen warriors. This is Dr. Kathy Tatum. I am queen of collaborating nonprofits of founders that are boots on the ground that are from trauma into purpose. 
Did y'all notice that I took Forbes Riley's class? All right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Kat, could you Forbes. Have you, have you, have you, well, because here's the thing. When you know how to pitch, this is not a joke, guys. When you can pitch and articulate what you're up to, you win. You're serving other people. You're clear. You're listenable. And one more little nugget before I introduce Kathy to everybody here. We have something on December 2nd coming up that all of you may not know about called the Perfect Pitch Party, perfectpitchparty.com. We have 15 honorees that we are working through and teaching their pitch. I'm, I'm the teaching for six hours. I've never done this before. I never give people their perfect pitch. I charge thirty to fifty dollars to $100,000 to go into a company to do this. So I've been teaching people to become the perfect pitcher. And then everyone said, you know, Forbes, what about our pitch? Our per-? I'm like, all right, you know what? So we're doing it as a party, as an educational platform, looking for sponsorship to blow this up. We'll have about 500 people at the party. Just to be clear, www.perfectpitchparty.com. And at the moment, if you're listening to this live, there's an affiliate option that you make money for everybody you invite. You want a Christmas bonus? Here's how you do it. Go to affiliatewithforbes.com. It's a tough word to spell, affiliatewithforbes.com. Just sign up. It's free. Tell people about what we're up to. Can you imagine every person that comes you make? I'm not going to tell you how much it is, but it's a nice amount of money, uh, especially as Christmas is coming up. Kathy, did you have a ha- chance to listen to everybody on stage about what they're up to? I absolutely. I, I, you know, I shared it on my Facebook because there is not a person on this earth that has been through trauma. That is just my strong believer. There is those that speak about it and then there's those that harvest it. And then some people are suffering and not coming out um, or have that breakthrough um, that they need. All right, so drum roll So I don't know what you want me to talk about for. Oh, I do. I know exactly what I want you to talk about. (laughs) So here's the deal. I talked about this game called, Can You Top That? Where people who have a lot of personal trauma think theirs is the worst. And Courtney, who was lost 200 pounds, made a, a pass by her, uh, her plumber made a pass at her. She said, no, turned around. He shot her two times in the back, raped her, left her for dead. She used to win as, can you top that? Then I meet Kelly, two years old. Her dress explodes from a cinder burned on a lot of her body. How much, what percentage of your body was burned, Kelly? 75. 75, a lot of scars. That's, a, that's pretty, she could win, right? That's pretty traumatic. And then Kathy enters the room, drum roll, Kathy. Can you top this? <laughs> <laughs> well, it all started, I guess you were going to say what happened was, but unfortunately, I, I am from Pennsylvania and I was born to a young mother. Um, I, I did not know her. I knew my grandparents first and um, she was introduced to me, I guess, when she was 19 as the babysitter and I came into her life and she's had trauma. Um, one of her traumas are that for some reason she did not like white people. And I'm just trying to be note, just be something happened. I don't know if it was a rape or something happened. And here goes her child that was born. Um, I am black and Puerto Rican, but I'm born with uh, sandy blonde hair with green eyes. She did not like me. When I say like you, I mean, not like me. She tortured me. I was able to go to school and I was able to go to church. When I say torture, I have over 45 broken bones. I have cigarette burns all over my body. I um, Here's the kicker, y'all. She shot me multiple times and stabbed me multiple times and actually had me dig my own grave in the backyard. And she placed me in that grave. And fortunately, 
um, she was um, drunk. So because she fell asleep drunk, I was two inches from having dirt on my face. Um, and I crawled out of that space. Um, in between that, I guess that would be in the book, but she was my first person that um, when people say, how did you lose your virginity? When I, when I, you know, I consider losing my virginity when my mom took a broom and broke it in half and stuck it up my vagina so I wouldn't have kids. I consider uh, starvation. I was in the basement. I'm shackled up. Um, I'm the Cinderella story. I was uh, able to come out when she had a boyfriend and I had to cook and be starving. I, I had to eat roaches. I had to eat everything while my family around me it was like, there's something not right there, but they didn't do too much because they were, to me, scared of her too and would never imagine that a mother would torture their own child. But you you got to understand, I don't, and when people's like, are you angry? The angry was more of the other people that saw it and didn't do anything. She had mental health issues. Schizophrenia, you know, schizo, and why is this child there? And it's so much in between of poisoning me. So, Guys, uh, when people look at me, look, I, I, they they immediately like she must have had a good life. So I guess I touched the room when I walk in because when I talk to kids and when I talk to overcoming stuff, that's just the beginning. People say that's just the beginning. I'm, apparently, when you go through trauma, trauma follows you. I thought I was put on this earth to be tortured because when I escaped that backyard, I went to a neighbor's house. She was not home. Her husband was home. And she he told me that she was in the basement. I felt safe going into that basement. Remember, I was already a uh, uh, a in the other basement across the street. And when I got down to the basement, he closed the door. I was in that basement for two months, hearing my friends play outside that window. And he repeatedly raped me. And she, not one time did she know that I was in that basement until I escaped again. <laughs> so when I tell you, I it, it keep going and I went to college and got a boyfriend that did not have a GED. He beat the crap out of me. He went to jail and in jail, he got his GED, filled out a Pell Grant, applied to the same college that I did. And once again, got beat again. I really thought I was on this earth to be a punching bag. I did not understand that my role on this earth is for some reason that when other people are going through trauma, I must have been that relief. But guess what? I don't know how, if you want me to stop there, Forbes, but yeah, I would say how much I, I've I overcome. Think I, I, I think you win. Um, <clears throat> sorry about that, Kelly, that you don't win. You know, <laughs> you think being burned over 75% of your body would be the most traumatic thing in the room, but I don't know. Um, I, I got to go to Deborah first. Deborah's face is blowing me away. Deborah. Well, I'm Deborah. Just Poor Deborah. Oh. You okay, Deborah? I know. It's like girl, I am just so in awe of you. Right. I am in. I am so in awe of you. What you had to survive, and look at you. You're beautiful. You're glowing. You're doing such great things in the world. And the thing that it really moves me about it is that, I mean, I know people who, you know, they have a hangnail and it's the end of the world. Right. <laughs> Am I right? Right. Or they have an excuse like, you know, their father said they were ugly, so they're, they're no good and they're not going to do anything with their lives. 
And then you look at somebody like you who took what you had. That that is why, yes, that's that's why it's so important to have these classes, even like what Forbes are doing with the breakthrough. Um, I don't know if you ever took our class of breakthrough of business, business people that thought they came to a business and we're going to talk just business, but we wanted to find out where did it all start in the decisions that you make? And I do the same thing. I'm here in Houston, Texas. I do the same thing when with nonprofits. When somebody tells me they want a nonprofit, I immediately ask, what trauma have you been through? And they always push back of, what do you mean, what trauma? I don't want to work with you unless you're trauma because you're not going to be empathetic to somebody that it had just had a f- flood or been through something or domestic violence or uh, uh, human trafficking. I need to know what you're doing because these people need to trust you. In order to some of these people to trust you in our community, you must be real. You must be transparent. And I find that a lot of people are hit it's not easy being me God prepared me a lot of people say I'm so sorry what you went through I am truly blessed that God chose me and I'm gonna say that again I am truly blessed that he chose me when I say chose me I could never do what I do daily in and out and actually have the mouth I have no fear a lot of people are in nonprofit world, but when I say no fear, I am speaking on TV and radio and on Facebook about pastors and the church and the hidden secrets that have damaged our community. The, uh, who chooses some of the jobs that they are choosing is because they want close to children and that they are the torturer. It is not hard. It's not easy to talk about it, but I know that God puts me in a room full of people are that are not ready to talk about it. Therefore I will speak up. Kelly, Kelly, you gotta, I mean, hopefully oh. blows you away today. Absolutely. She blows me away. And um, do you have a book yet, Kathy? Let me tell you, I have three books that I I have never released my book, and I know I'm a little different, but I want people to hear it from me. But hang on, Kathy. One of the reasons that you're in this room, I don't know if you know what Kelly does. So, Kelly, go for it. Do me be mindful. Guys, we have a hard out. This is a real radio show. At some point, it will end in about five minutes, so I just want to make sure we wrap it up. Tell her what you do and what we're doing this weekend. Okay, so... Kathy, the reason I asked if you have a book is because I publish people's books and I help them become best-selling authors. And this weekend, I'm having the the best-selling author boot camp. Forbes is going to be there speaking. I would love to gift you a ticket and I want to help you publish their book. Okay, so we're going to get it on Amazon and we're going to teach you how to do all that. And so I would love to gift you that because you have an incredible story that needs to get out there. But more than incredible story, it's your attitude, your smile, your face, and your energy that's incredible. What you went through is pathetic. And I'm so sad to hear what happens to kids. I mean, we do need to get the awareness out there. It's called BSABootCamp.com, happening this weekend. Kathy, you're going to need to be there. Natalie, we have only four minutes to close. I want you to comment on Kathy and then in about a minute, wrap up to what you guys are doing. Well, first of all, Kathy, I mean, I am just blown away by your strength, your gorgeous smile, as Forbes said, you know, your resilience, your amazing, amazing energy. 
Um, and I too, I'm really sorry for what happened to you. And yet I see that you have really, as we've been, as we've been talking about, use that to propel your own life forward and to help many other people out there. So bravo. And yet to kind of bring it back to what we're doing, Deborah and I are co-hosts of the Rockin' Life at NEH Summit, where we've interviewed 67 just change makers such as yourself, Forbes. And I apologize for the background noise here. Okay, you know what? We've uh, got to wrap it up. I got a little 30 seconds. I got everybody in. So here's yeah. what I'm going to do with Natalie. None of you on the stage. Natalie said I had a traumatic childhood, but she didn't let us in on the good stuff. Next time, Natalie, we're digging deeper because what you went All right. I think needs to be heard. All right. So, uh, and I've got a whole bunch of links here I'm going to put up on my Facebook. Deborah, you got 30 seconds to inspire everybody here. Go. Well, I'll just say that the Rockin' Your Life at NEH Summit that begins on Monday, Forbes is one of our speakers, and it just really is what we're talking about here, how people took their circumstances, and we're talking about Marianne Williamson, Neil Donald Walsh, you know, Dr. John Gray, telling their stories and how they created a rocking life. And, um, but I'm telling you, you have got to hear this stories, Dr. Laura Berman. And if I had met, if we had met Kathy and Callie, they would have been on it too. So next time, but absolutely next time. And you guys, so Miss Kelly, 10 seconds to say bye. Tell everybody what you're up to. Oh, and Deborah and Natalie also want to gift you a ticket, Miss Kathy. Here's the thing, you guys, we're going to run out of time right here on the radio show. So what I have done is everybody who has left uh, a link between the, the boot camp and the summit, those are on my Facebook. If you guys go to facebook.com and go to Forbes Riley fan page, you'll see the chat from today. You will also see it living everywhere, but that's a great place to go grab the link, my Facebook fan page. I've got one minute to close. Kathy, Kelly, Deborah, Natalie, for everyone who's ever suffered anywhere, we as women stand as role models. We've taken our time, our dedication, our pain and our product to move life forward. Thank you so very much for being a guest in my world. Everyone's put their emails here as well. Grab them all or I'll make everybody's available. I just, you know, I, maybe it's one of the things that Napoleon Hill said, but the more that people get together, this masterminding of energy and creativity will serve to elevate and uplift everyone. My name is Forbes Riley. I'm just so happy to be here. We talk about health, wealth, and happiness. And when you are specific and intentional and you give more than you get, I promise you will get more than you ever imagined. Everybody, I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Forbes. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.